This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello and welcome to it. How in the world are you? Let's get started today by talking a little bit about money or the lack of it or the possibility to get some and how important it is in our lives. I don't think I have to tell you how important money is. Well, I know, I know it's not always about money. Isn't it? Welcome to chewing the fat. All right, so we can start with uh, saying uh, congratulations to Elon Musk, who is now the richest person in the world. <laughs> I know. Well, it's incredible growth. He's now worth $185 billion. Now, that is because his Tesla's stock price pushed... Uh, him to be the richest person in the world, surpassing Mr. Bezos. I mean, incredible, right? Now, his wealth surge over the past year marks the fastest rise to the top of the rich list in history. I mean, that's amazing, right? I really is. I mean, he's now worth $185 billion. And I know, look, I'm not feeling too starry for... Mr. Bezos, who's worth $184 billion. <laughs> He'll be okay, I'm pretty sure. But Musk's turnaround is like 18 months, right? I mean, at the beginning of 2020, last year, he was worth roughly $27 billion, which, you know, again, I'm not, I'm not feeling sorry for him. I'm just saying the rate of increase is incredible. And now he's worth, you know, $185 billion, right? I mean, he, he grew $150 or $60 billion in a year, a little over a year. I mean, wow. And that didn't come from, you know, selling those dump houses of his in California. I'll tell you that. So... I mean, he passed Warren Buffett in July, becoming the seventh richest person. Then uh, jumped ahead of Bill Gates as the second richest person. And then now he's in front of Jeff Bezos. Just amazing and incredible and congratulations and let's go to space. And, you know, does it mean anything to me? You know, yeah, I guess. He creates jobs, which in turn creates other jobs. So yeah, I mean, it means a little something to everyone, right? That these guys have all this money because they're creating other wealth that in turn, hopefully trickles down to you and me somehow, some way. 
Now, there is another way for us to, you know, get a few bucks. Um, Saturday, January 9th, 2021. If you're listening today live <laughs> on the 7th of January, 2021, a couple days away, um, the Powerball drawing, the lottery Powerball drawing, is right now, as we speak, estimated at $470 million. Now, I know that's not, you know, Elon and Jeff money, but it is $470 million with uh, you know cash value of $362.7 million. And after taxes, you walk away with what? $250? That's not bad. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I could use $250 million. Easy. So, uh, and it will go up, right? I mean, if you're, no, I mean, that's, that's estimated right now worth 470 million on Saturday. So that's definitely going to go up because it goes up as people play. Now, that having been said, the Mega Millions lottery drawing estimated uh, right now on this date and time that we're recording at $510 million with a cash option of $377.4 million. That drawing is Friday the 8th of January 2021 at 11 p.m. I know. So you got to go all day through Friday thinking you're going to possibly win. And again, that's estimated right now at 510 million. It's going to go up, right? For sure, it's going to go up because people have hope. And that's what the lottery brings to a lot of people. Hope. And hope is an important thing in our lives. And we can't lose it. We just can't lose it. And we'll talk a little bit more about hope as the show goes on. But we just, you know, we can't lose it. We just can't. But for those of us, I'm sorry, those of you, I mean, who plays the lottery? My gosh, that would be, that's just dumb. You don't have any money and you're playing the lottery? What are you, stupid? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Because I have hope. I have hope that I could win. I don't want to, and I don't bog me down with facts. Don't bog me down with facts. It's a one in eight billion chance to win, Jeff. Okay. I know that. I know that. But, as the lottery ad once said, you can't win if you don't play. And then I was looking at the one website, I think it was the Powerball website, um, that has, uh, you know, they have their, uh, you know, rolling homepages. And uh, the one says, with a a loving couple, uh, you know, hugging each other and smiling, with the caption, imagine. Okay, let's take a moment, shall we? And imagine either 510 million dollars or 470 million dollars let's take a second and imagine and i know it's not that much i get it you got to take the cash payout we've been down that road before you have to take the cash payout it's going to be cut in half probably you're lucky if it's you know less than half for the cash payout but 
man, don't go collect your money right away. Make sure you get all your ducks in a row. Make sure the trust funds are set up and ready to go so that when that check and the picture is taken with you and the giant check and everybody's smiling, it goes right to the attorneys and right to the investment brokers and all of it gets split up. So when Aunt Martha calls and says, Oh, hello, Jeff. I remember me and my 18 children. Um, we just wanted to say hello. What's been going on in your life lately? I thought I saw your name in the paper, but I wasn't sure if it was you or not. Yeah, no, it was me. I won, uh, you know, 470 million. Oh my gosh. You know, my kids are really hurting. So when you have that call, you're able to say, Hey, Aunt Martha, great to hear from you. But, uh, sorry, all the, all the money is uh, tied up right now. Love to help you, but I just, you're breaking up and I gotta go. So, I mean, you, you have to, you have to, because all, I mean, people come out of the woodwork, you know that we've heard the stories, we've heard the horror stories, but you've got to have it set up and you've got to get it laid out for your children, for whatever relatives you want to help for whatever, uh, Nonprofits you want to help, whatever churches you want to help, whatever whatever how, whatever people you want to help, whatever group of people you want to help, you have to get that laid out before you go collect the money. And you know we've been down the road of some states you they have to report who won, other states they don't have to report who won. If you go and get it and you set up some some states let you set up your uh, your funds and your businesses so that wins. Uh, technically not you, uh, you just got to get it set up and ready to go. So you're good to go. And you know, it, if of course you become the one of the 18 billion that won. Okay. Thank you. I know. I know my odds. I know, but I do want to just take a second and imagine. So yesterday was an amazing day in the United States of America. I hadn't gotten to the story about uh, Joe Biden and his inaugural parade that was now going to be a virtual parade across America. So everybody is socially distanced. And, you know, with the crowd limit restrictions, uh, it was a good excuse because, uh, you know, I'm sure the crowd would be huge huge for the inauguration but not anymore and especially after yesterday after yesterday it's going to look like well that's what we had to do it's a good thing we did that and look after i get sworn in uh jill and uh, kamala and her husband doug i uh, was gonna take part in a pass and review the military tradition in which the new president reviews the troops of which he cares very little about, but I digress. And, uh, so, uh, there are going to be, uh, we were on a, his quote was, there are many grand traditions to the inaugural and we plan to honor them. Do you by highlighting more of our nation's people than ever before while keeping everyone safe. Oh, okay. That's good. Well, you can plan on that. Anyway, that's good news, right? That's good news. Uh, you know, everybody can be safe and and secure in the virtual parade for the inauguration. But 
Congress's procedure to certify the election results in favor of what is now official, uh, the president-elect Joe Biden, was halted yesterday when a mob of President Trump's supporters, and this this is what kills me about uh, what's being reported, uh, the mob of President Trump's supporters. We know now, and we knew in our gut yesterday, that the people who were uh, mobbing the Capitol building and breaching the Capitol building were not Trump supporters, but I digress. Uh, there may have been Trump supporters and we know that there not may have been, there were Trump supporters who were inside after the breach, but they didn't take part in the breach. Anyway, uh, you know, it was all part of the rally and it was, if you were living under a rock, uh, it was ugly yesterday in Washington, DC after the rally, uh, the Capitol was placed on lockdown. Uh, all, you know, the senators, congressmen and vice president Pence uh, rushed out of the Senate chamber, um, DC and Virginia, uh, national guard were activated. Washington DC went on a 12 hour curfew beginning at 6 PM yesterday. And I'm sure that's going to continue. Uh, there were, um, protesters, one protester that lost her life. There were 69 arrested, four dead, 14 DC police officers injured amid the riots. I'm not going to the, the, of course the, the headline is amid pro Trump riots. We're never going to lose that. And that's what's just really frustrating. But, uh, the woman was shot and killed inside the U.S. Capitol building. And then three other deaths, which, you know, is uh, way down in the story, reminds you that uh, there were one woman, one woman and two men were medical emergencies and were not firearm related. Oh, okay. So it really wasn't part of the riots or the protest, but that's okay. So then I start going down some of the headlines and let's just run down some of the headlines for you. I'm not going to get into, I know, I know, I know, I know I'm with you. I understand, but I got to get it off my chest. I have to. So when you start going down the headlines, uh, U S allies horrified by capital attack, um, the U S Republic has inspired millions. Not today. You know what I say to that? Tough, tough. Mitch McConnell implores fellow senators to not attempt to overturn electoral college win for Joe Biden. Why Mitch? Anyway, uh, that's another, I know that's another story. I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, Anderson Cooper from CNN, you know, nobody, very few people watch that network anymore. And we report on it. Like everybody watches it. The press watches it. So we make it a lot bigger than it is, but, he said Republicans are like a nihilistic death cult if they continue to follow Trump. That's nice of him. Is, do you really believe that, Anderson? Uh, Capitol Police officer appears to take selfie with rioter. Uh, I think we're going to come to find out that uh, some of those Capitol Police officers weren't really police officers. But, you know, we're not going to find that out today. But I'm sure we're going to find that out in 
in the near future. Riders destroy associated press cruise equipment, which makes it huge. Oh my God, they destroyed the press stuff. Okay. Uh, MSNBC, again, another network that very few people watch overall in the country, and yet we cover it like everyone watches because the press watches it. So they treat it like millions of people see it. Millions of people see the headlines about the network. Nobody watches the network. They talk about racist cops. Joy Reid talked about racist cops going soft on Capitol rioters because they're white. Oh, okay. All right. Thanks, Joy. Facial recognition firm claims Antifa infiltrated uh, Trump protesters who stormed Capitol. We did hear that uh, we heard from some people who were there that talked about uh, after the rally, and close to the end of the rally, things felt wrong, and so they left. Always. But we talked yesterday about feeling and going with your gut and knowing knowing that, you know, make a right. Don't go left, make a right. And we always tell ourselves, I should have listened to myself. Yes. A, you should always listen to yourself. And B, you should learn to listen to yourself. It's a It's an art. It's an art. It's not, uh, you know, it's important to listen, but also, you know, to act on it. Right. We talked anyway. I know. I, you know, I know. Uh, video shows Trump supporters chanting Antifa at window breakers. Yeah, we saw them hollering. It's Antifa. We tried. They tried to stop them. Um, it's just amazing. Facebook now is going to ban and delete. According to the story, I don't know that we'll end up doing it, but we'll see said they were going to ban and delete all photos and videos of any aspect of Wednesday's protest. Why? That doesn't make any sense. Oh, well, it's a mostly peaceful protest claiming such content promoted criminal activity. Oh, okay. All right. But the videos of people robbing people at gas stations and, you know, asking people if they know this criminal, do you know this guy who robbed the, the convenience store? That's okay, because that's not promoting criminal activity. You know, I was trying to put a dent in it. Okay. All right. All right. Good news from former Attorney General William Barr, who, uh, you know, for a long time uh, was, uh, you know, we thought was uh, President Trump's bud, said uh, President Trump's conduct as a violent mob of his supporters stormed the U.S. Capitol was a betrayal of his office and supporters. He... Told everybody to go home. I uh, told them to get rid of it. Uh, okay. But I guess uh, what he said at the rally orchestrated the mob to pressure Congress is inexcusable. Why? Uh, he didn't orchestrate the mob to riot. He orchestrated them to pressure Congress. That's what citizens are supposed to do but anyway uh senator chuck schumer uh talked about uh the capital chaos comparing it to pearl harbor uh mitch mcconnell said they tried to disrupt our democracy they failed it's not a democracy uh liz cheney said trump created and incited the mob uh Republican Representative Adam Kinzinger said it's a coup attempt. Uh, Democrats, including Representative David Sicilian, 
uh, I think that's how you say his name, C-I-C-I-L-L-I-N-E, urging Mike Pence to invoke the 25th Amendment. Uh, Some called it a terrorist attack on Congress. Mitt Romney, uh, what happened here today was insurrection incited by our president. You know, I was all ready to be on Mitt Romney's side too because he the video of him at the airport where he's being called a traitor and they're confronting him at the airport. I really, I kind of got a little problem with that. I, you know, I get not liking Mitt Romney, but he's a, he's a senator, which, you know, I get it. It's no, you know, he works for us, but he's at the airport. Just trying to work at the airport. You want to go up and say, hey, we don't like what you're doing, Mitt. Uh, you know, we'd like to talk to you about that, but to film yourself, just confronting him at the airport where the guy, you know, stop. I know. I know. I got a right to do that too. I get it. I get it. And apparently on the plane that he was flying, (laughs) they started the chanting traitor. (laughs) And it's not funny. It's not funny. I'm not. It's agonizing. But now, flight attendants, they want to ban Trump rioters from flights. Okay. Really? Stop it. Uh, Flight attendants, we're giving flight attendants, and this is going to piss my flight attendant listeners off, and 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 I'm going to say this out loud, and then I'm going to have to try to take it back, but we've given flight attendants just way too much power. Way too much power. Uh, It's time to maybe back it off a little bit. Twitter, uh, now deleting President Trump's tweets. They locked Trump's account for 12 hours yesterday, saying uh, it may suspend him permanently. Uh, Facebook blocked him for 24 hours yesterday. However, they shut him down today. And they made their announcement, Zuckerberg, uh, the shocking events of the last 24 hours clearly demonstrate that President Donald Trump intends to use his remaining time in office to undermine the peaceful and lawful transition of power to his elected successor, Joe Biden. So they go on and he yaps on and on and on. And he ends up saying uh, that uh, we're extending the block we have placed on his Facebook and Instagram accounts indefinitely and for at least the next two weeks until peaceful transition of power is complete. They're never giving it back to him. You know that, right? He's never going to be able to have Facebook or Instagram again. And Twitter, you can count you can count on Jack following suit on that. There's no question about that. Look, Joe Biden, who now is officially our president-elect, and Chuck Schumer, and any other of those people preaching to us about calm and respect and the rule of law, coming from leaders... And I use that term uh, with all due respect. Uh, I just want to scream and tell them all, F*** you. I'm not going to. And I know that sounds mean and cruel. You know, maybe it's just me. I know that. But then I see people on social media saying, all these people in Congress talking about, I was scared for my life today. Try losing your paycheck for nine months and get back to us. So, not helping. And Facebook and Twitter and any other social media accounts uh, shutting down Trump. If they think that's going to help anything, they're, I mean, they're making a huge mistake. It's only going to make it worse.
Okay, I know. I know. I'm sorry. I started rambling, and I apologize. So let's go to the break room, get something cold to drink, and let's get back to chewing the fat, shall we? Seriously, something cold to drink. Oh, man. Oh, that is so, so good. Hey, happy birthday to uh, Katie Couric. 64 years on the planet today. And, uh, you know, congratulations as well. Uh, well, A, for making it 64 years. And B, uh, she's going to host Jeopardy for a week after uh, Alex's uh, final episode. Remember, they said they were going to rotate horse, uh, hosts with uh, with Ken Jennings. Uh, and Katie is one of the hosts that she's going to do a week. If we're just rotating, you know, stars for uh, Jeopardy, uh, I'll take a week. Call me. Email me, chewingthefat at theblaze.com. Uh, I'm good. Let's go. Uh, no problem. I'll do a week. You know, I, I'm sure it'll be down the road. <laughs> there may be a few people that they are going to want prior to me, but I'm here for you. So, you know, call me and let me know because I'll, uh, you know, what do you want? What do you want? Uh, those are our categories. And uh, go ahead, pick one and play the music. <laughs> I would love, love to do Jeopardy, even just for a night. It'd be fun. It'd be fun. But if we have women, Katie Couric, come on now. Please. Please. I, mean, I can I can maybe sit through an episode I don't even know if I can make through the whole thing, but maybe one night, but a whole week. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, uh, while we're here, remember to subscribe to this podcast. If you're listening to this show right now and you're not a subscriber, subscribe, please choose whatever platform you want. Uh, there's a plethora of platforms out there that carry the show. Uh, you know, for example, iTunes, iHeartRadio. Stitcher, Spotify, just to name a few. But there's, I know there's a plethora of them out there. Oh, I don't like using those. I like using uh, Stove Cooker. That's not one. I just came up with Stove Cooker. It's a good, you know, good platform name, though. You're welcome. Go ahead and use it on me. Uh, so if you want to use Stove Cooker, go ahead. Go ahead. But just subscribe to Chewing the Fat. Okay? Thank you. That's all. That's all I care about. Just subscribe. Well, then I then if you if you're if stove cooker or whatever platform you choose uh, lets you rate and review the show, please do so. Just eighteen stars or twenty. I'm, I'm stuck on eighteen. <laughs> Everybody uses the eighteen. I really the 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 rule is twenty stars, best podcast ever. But if you want to do eighteen, fine, go ahead. I'm not going to stop you. But always end with best podcast ever when you rate and review it's really that simple and you know tell your friends and neighbors and one of the rules is once you become a subscriber that whenever somebody asks you hey what are you listening to you have to answer chewing the fat with jeff fisher that's just a rule i I don't you know 
it doesn't have to be like i want you to listen to all kinds of shows and listen to all kinds of things uh expand your horizons but a rule is you subscribe to chewing the fat when someone says hey what are you listening to you have to answer chewing the fat with jeff fisher it's just the way it is and so then also you might as well just subscribe to the youtube channel uh chewing the fat as well it's called chewing the fat with jeff fisher same as the podcast the youtube channel and now there's new content going up on there all the time and just click the uh, notification bell so you're notified when the new content posts and then you know social media i you know if it's still going to be alive we've got twitter at jeffy jfr and you've got facebook and instagram jeff fisher radio and parlor jeff fisher radio i don't know how long these social media places can survive i don't know what's happening it's you know i i I feel like they just don't get it but then there's you know a lot of people that don't care whether they get it or not so you know as long as they're alive i'll be there and you can follow me there too okay all right so sad news coming out of uh the kardashian west camp it apparently has been uh it's been since out there that uh, they're getting a divorce i know i know i thought maybe they'd stick it out but no apparently kim hasn't been wearing her wedding ring uh kanye stayed up in wyoming over the holidays uh he did go down and take part in the party that kim threw right in the in the islands but he brought her the the hologram of her dad which was really cool we talked about the the hologram right he's i'm sure he's investing in it what a what a great company i'm still trying to get a hold of them i want to talk to them about that but he brought her her dad and then he left so it's like happy birthday i'm out okay uh, apparently kim has contacted her uh, divorce attorney which you know she's used before uh, laura wasser no I, I i know she's a big surprise she's been divorced before but uh we'll see how it goes they both they both are worth all kinds of money so they're just gonna what they what what's gonna be the fight apparently is the house uh in calabasas uh kim wants it and kanye man he redesigned that whole house it's his house man so i get i guess they paid i remember when they remodeled it and that cost them i think i'm sorry renovated it uh for 20 million but uh they bought it for 40 million so it's worth kim wants that because that's the kids home and that's where they're based that's where they're growing up i can't do without that place kanye oh i can't do without that yay okay all right well i mean does kanye Kanye want the place i don't know i mean he might want it just to piss kim off who knows anyway it's sad i mean they got four kids Anytime you you get anytime you get a divorce, it stinks. It is not good. Uh, you can quote me on that. And when you have children involved, it makes it that much worse. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, I don't I don't wish that on anyone. And uh, they were married back in 2014. Uh, this is would be Kim's third divorce so i mean her attorney is well aware of what kim needs and wants speaking of uh big time divorces 
Did I didn't know that there was going to be a special show on HBO Max, or it's an HBO special. I don't know if it's on Max, uh, titled Tiger. And it's going to be all about Tiger Woods and, uh, you know, the rise and fall. I, and it wasn't the fall. I guess it was, yeah. But uh, there's a big interview with, uh, remember his girlfriend, Rachel Yucatel? Or Yuchitel? I'm not sure how you pronounce her darn last name. Yucatel. I always called it Yucatel, but that's not how you say it. Anyway, Rachel. Uh, I remember some of the smoking hot pictures of her. Uh, that was 10 years ago, though. I'm not sure what Rachel is looking like these days. Uh, anyway, she uh, was a big time uh, part of uh, Tiger's life during his marriage to Ellen. And, uh, oof, I mean, when that all went down, man, that's an incredible story. That'll be fun to watch. That'll be fun to watch if they go into details because once Tiger stopped partying, man, his golf swing went down and uh, sad should have just kept right on partying and i remember the the fight where he crashed and they were fighting and the golf club through the back window and the you know the accident of the tree and stuff man it was <laughs> you knew at the beginning that it just was something wasn't right about the story and that's for sure Something was not right about that story, man. It was the beginning of the end for Tiger Woods. And that's another family that divorced with kids and stuff. It's never, it's never good. And I don't care who you are, what you do, what happens. Divorce alone stinks, but with kids, even worse. So Tiger premieres on HBO and it doesn't say HBO Max. So it just must be an HBO thing. January 10th and the second part airing January 17th. So for two weeks, we get the two part tiger. That'll be fun. That will be fun to watch. See where uh, Bezos, my man Jeff, he's, I know he's uh, you know hurting a little bit now that he's not number one on the uh, richest man list. But yesterday, maybe this is you know part of the problem. Yesterday uh, or the day before this week, he bought uh, eleven used Boeing seven sixty sevens from Delta, Canadian Air, WestJet. Uh, so from Delta and WestJet, he bought 11 Boeing 767s. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about buying 11 Boeing 767s too, but I decided against it. Uh, so I guess he is uh, saying, I guess the airplanes that we see in the air, he's been leasing. So, okay. Uh, these are the first ones that he's owned outright. So, I mean, I don't know if he owns how much Amazon actually owns with the trucks and the vans. But, uh, you know, I see Amazon train cars now and I guess that they operate more than 85. Uh, they're going to end up operating more than 85 cargo planes by, you know, within the next couple of years. Okay. Uh, 
that's kind of cool. That means a lot of jobs, a lot of business. This might push him back over the top again. Uh, you know, just a thought. You never know. <laughs> you never know. I see where another company that, uh, you know, is worth a bunch of money, Apple, working on a settlement with the meal prep startup. That's, this this kind of ticks me off. They've got a big lawsuit with this company uh, that because of their logo, uh, it's a meal prep company called Prepare. And the logo is a pear. It's not an apple. But apparently uh, it was too close. Uh, it was just too similar for a commercial impression. And uh, we, we, the, well, you know, the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office uh, said that, gee, it was okay. But uh, the parties are actively engaged in negotiations now for a settlement on this matter. Maybe Apple will just, you know, buy the joint. I don't know if Prepare wants to sell it to Apple or not. But, you know, I'll tell you what. Give me, uh, you know, $100 million and I walk away and you can have my Pear logo, okay? You can tell. It really pisses me off when you see them side by side. It's not Apple. Uh, it's just... I mean, you could say, oh, what are you trying to be, Apple? But that's the promotion for Apple. That's not anything bad. Anyway, they're working on a settlement, so good for them. And uh, good for them. I see where Discovery Plus has launched their streaming service now. It's up and running. Uh, if you go to their website, you can get a seven-day free trial. And I know they've got a deal with Verizon now where you can get, I think, a year at, at no additional cost or something with your deal with Verizon, but uh, it's going to be really fascinating to see how they do. Uh, and I mean, they've got a ton of stuff to offer. I know they're the stories we're talking about making a big bet on reality TV. Uh, we'll see, but I mean, they've got, uh, you know, HGTV food network, TLC, animal planet, plus a whole, I mean, it's got a ton of content. So it'll be fascinating to see how that, pans out to subscribers right uh and i have not seen any numbers yet i don't know if they've released but i mean it's been up and running for a couple of days now and i'd really be fascinated to see how those numbers are and how they're how they're turning out for them um i know we haven't talked any covid uh in the last you know since we've come back really we talked that you know a couple of stories. I see where uh, Shanghai has now locked down. According to reports, they've barred people from leaving to curb the spread. So I guess it's back in China. There must be you know three or four cases that they're reporting. We have, I haven't looked at any of the numbers in a long time. Uh, that's being reported. Maybe we'll do that tomorrow on Fat Pile Friday. Uh, you know, we'll take a look at the, uh, take a look at the numbers and the TSA. We'll, we'll do what we did, you know, in the heat of the coronavirus battle. Jeff, it's still in the heat of the coronavirus battle. Don't you know that? Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I know that the numbers are still rising and it's, we're in the middle of a pandemic and countries are locking down and states are locking down and cities are trying to lock down and I get it. Okay. I get it. But we just in the heat of the first wave okay there i'll in the heat of the first let me rephrase your honor in the heat of the first wave 
uh, when we were doing the numbers every day. We'll take a look at those tomorrow on Fat Pile Friday and uh, see where we're at. See where we're at. But I mean, if you've got Shanghai locking down, wow. Okay. That is, uh, that's pretty incredible. And when China locks down, man, you are not going anywhere. Uh, China's a tad bit different than us, at least for now. And so, uh, <laughs> that's pretty amazing news. Uh, if true, that's pretty amazing news. And listen, don't, don't lose hope. And I'm, I, we joked around about hope with the lottery. I mean, that is the only thing that keeps the lottery alive is hope, but don't lose hope. We ran down what happened yesterday. We ran through it all. It's still, it's still the United States of America. It's still us. People still want to come here and they still want to be part of the United States. And that's not going to change because of a couple of dingleberries, right? There's still going to be, there's still hope left in the world. And that hope is the USA. Pretty sure about that. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. All right, I got some emails uh, chewing the fat at theblaze.com that, uh, you know, I want to share with you a little bit uh, from Dominic. Uh, He wants to give me uh, some tips and ideas for life. He said that he believes that we should change the name of the show to Chewing the Athletically Overweight Stuff. (laughs) Cute. And he sends a helpful, a helpful hint. A helpful tip, uh, a tip on life. Uh, open the chicken sandwich. Remove the pickle. Close the chicken sandwich. Eat. I know. And that's what I do. A lot of times, when say if people order things and it just comes the way it is, right? They don't ask for it not to be there. But what happens is, Mr. Smarty Pants, is that the flavor of the pickle, which, you know, I... I I can live with, but it's still there, permeates the bun and the chicken. So it's there. Uh, While if you ask for it not to be there, they will make the sandwich pre-pickle. So there, Mr. Smarty Pants. David has said that I need to watch season six, episode two, season six, episode two of River Monsters. And I have watched that show from time to time. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's fascinating. Uh, although I'm not uh, positive that I've ever seen season six, episode two, because he says at the end of that episode, uh, they visit the frog face tribe of South America so they can uh, hold live electric eels in their bare hands. So not only are they taking uh, the frog stuff that we talked about on yesterday's show and using it, they're you know, grabbing onto electric eels. Nice. There's some, that's some smart people right there. Another email, uh, from Hazel who talks about meditation, but it has nothing to do with meditation. She's more on the river monsters thing. Uh, she says, it sounds like I need to go on an all natural. All right. I, I don't know the pronunciation of this word. A Y A H U A S C A. Ayahuasca. I'm sorry, what? Ayahuasca. 
Okay, ayahuasca. Uh, apparently, that is a uh, root plant of some kind in the rainforest that these tribes uh, cut up and boil and brew and chop down. And then that sends you on a nice trip as well. So, okay. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm with you. Let's, uh, let's take a little, take a little trip with ayahuasca. Yeah. Ayahuasca. Let's take a little, let's take a little trip with that. So I guess it's used for, of course, religious and spiritual purposes by specific populations. It now has become popular worldwide who, for people who seek a way to open their minds heal from past traumas and simply experience the ayahuasca journey. (laughs) Now, it's strongly recommended that your ayahuasca journey be taken when supervised by an experienced shaman. So I don't guess there's no, uh, nobody uh, other than shamans that can supervise your ayahuasca trip. That's another gig you can start right there. Okay. Now it's talked about if you're going to do go part of the ayahuasca, you know, ceremony, uh, it's recommended that you abstain from cigarettes, drugs, alcohol, sex, and caffeine to purify your body so that, uh, you can have the full ayahuasca experience. Oh, okay. I mean, would I do it at least once? You betcha. More emails tomorrow. Perhaps we'll do a segment every day now. Chewingthefatattheblaze.com email segment, which you can be a part of as a subscriber to Chewing the Fat. I mean, really, you don't have to be a subscriber to email chewingthefatattheblaze.com. However, if you're listening to this portion of the show, you're a subscriber to the podcast, so it's just for you. It's a special email just for you. Chewingthefat at theblaze.com. Okay, I'm going to end with an adult-themed story, okay? So if you've got me on speaker and you're listening while you're, you know, cleaning and doing the dishes or, or you know, rubbing your husband's feet, you know, stuff that you're supposed to be doing. Uh, if you're listening and the kids are around, if you're listening with children, uh, you know, you can listen if you want. I, I'm okay. I'm not the word police, but you know, you may want to, the, the, you might want them not to know about this great show that a Danish network is launching. It's a children's show and, uh, it's looks and sounds like it's going to be great. Uh, the Danish network DR has launched a new children's series about a man with a penis so enormous he can barely control it. <laughs> Man, does that sound like a good kid's show, right? I know. I know. So the series follows John Dillerman, who puts his record-setting man part to good use in rescue operations, money-making schemes, and cooking demonstrations. Now, he does this in order to teach kids the importance of overcoming hardship and celebrating diverse bodies. Oh, okay. 
So I guess it's supposed to be funny. And it may be funny. It actually may be funny, but I don't know that it's for kids, right? It's being promoted for children. Um, the network, of course, insisted that it is not harmful in any way. Our content is based on a long tradition of being true to the target group. With the series, we acknowledge the budding curiosity about the body and genitals and also the embarrassing and funny thing about the body. <laughs> oh, it's something that's exciting for the exact age group <laughs> that we're targeting. Seven to ten year olds. <laughs> right? As an animated series where humor, uh, exaggeration, and magic are at the center, which is something that children can easily decode. Can they? Well, if you say so, network. If you say so. Now, am I going to watch John Dillerman? You betcha. Do I want to see? See it? You betcha. Each episode is about five minutes long. So apparently, uh, you know, my man, uh, <laughs> you can watch it. Some and subtitles uh, are available for those of you that, uh, you know, aren't going to speak Dane. Uh, but uh, it's pretty funny watching. You can watch uh, him knock over a mailman, apparently, fly balloons, cook a hot dog with his giant man part. I don't know about you. But, I mean, penis humor never gets old. Right? I know. I know. I know. You can't, you can't disagree. 